Hello, and welcome on into episode 14 of the Monorail Minute podcast. My name is Clayton, your host, and today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023. And to kick off June and to kick off this great Thursday, we are going to have a Thursday Newsday edition on the show. And as followers of the show know, we did not have a Tuesday Newsday of this week given the fact that there was a little bit of unique structure with the Memorial Day holiday in the United States. So this is going to be the single news episode that we have for the week. But the good thing is we're really not missing out on all that much. Frankly, it's a bit of a slow week for all things Disney Parks news or Disney Company news. So we'll jump on in in just a second And before doing that, just want to quickly mention to anyone who is new listening to the show, first and foremost, welcome. Thank you for joining. I hope you stick around and check out all of the other episodes that we have as part of the Monorail Minute podcast. But usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays of each week, and as I just mentioned, this week it's only Thursdays, but most of the time in normal structure, we'll have news days on Tuesday and Thursday where we cover all things Disney Parks news. And then, of course, we get into some of the broader Disney Corporation things as well, just because there's obviously a ton of overlap between those things. And last thing I'll mention is that I've said this a couple different times, but again, for anyone who is new, the podcast is called the Monorail Minute Podcast. The name is inspired by the Resort Monorail Loop at the Walt Disney World Resort, and that is about 15 to 20 minutes or so in length. Obviously, that varies, but 15 to 20 minutes is the average, and that's going to be the average length of our shows on this podcast. So things will be pretty quick. We'll we'll hit on a couple different news stories today, but we'll move pretty fast and get you out of here in about 15 to 20 or so minutes. The bad news is that you unfortunately at the end won't be getting off at, say, the Polynesian or the Magic Kingdom or Grand Floridian. You'll unfortunately, most likely, that will not be the case for you. But still, I hope you enjoy this trip around the monorail loop. And now, our first story is going to be regarding the 2024 Walt Disney World dining plan. And as I'm sure a lot of you know, that the dining plan is something that has gone away for the last couple years, but it is officially back, and in 2024, it is going to be back in full force. And honestly, that's something that I'm quite excited about. As someone that has admittedly never tried out the dining plan just because I feel like we have pretty set routines for what we like to do and the dining plan doesn't necessarily fit that. I'm, I don't know, I'm happy to see that this is back and honestly I'd like to give it a try the next time I'm at um, a Disney park. So here's the information with with the dining plan that has just been released in the last couple of days regarding the 2024 plan. So there's going to be two different dining plan options that are available to you. There's going to be the quick service Disney dining plan as well as the standard Disney dining plan. And I'll quickly overview the costs and then what's included for each one. So for the quick service Disney dining plan, the cost including tax in 2024 is going to be 5701 per adult 
and then 2383 per child and then of course this is going to be a daily cost and what you get as part of the quick service dining plan on a daily basis you get two quick service meals you get one snack or non-alcoholic beverage and then you also get one resort refillable mug and that's for an entire trip you don't you don't get that per day of course so 5701 for an adult for that 2383 per child and then going to the standard dining plan this is going to be 9428 per adult and 2969 per child and for that what you get is going to be pretty darn similar the only difference is going to be instead of two quick service meals per day you're going to get one quick service meal and one table service meal and then again you'll get the same one snack or one non-alcoholic beverage and then one resort refillable mug per trip so pretty i would say pretty standard and as mentioned in the past there had been previous upgrades that you had been able to apply to the dining plans i guess stay tuned to see how that continues to develop but at the end of the day i'm I'm very excited to see that the dining plan is back i know it it allows folks to save a bit of money especially if you're going with a larger group or family or or what have you so happy to hear that the dining plan is back and likely here to stay and then our second story is more so just a bit of a PSA, I guess you can say. Nothing extremely specific, but for the Walt Disney World in Florida, and really just Florida more specifically, I guess you could say, or more broadly, this today marks the official beginning of hurricane season. So the 2023 Atlantic hurricane season is going to run from June 1st, 2023, so today, all the way through November 30th. And obviously there's some activity on the bookends of that, but the vast majority of storms that Florida typically sees is usually about in the middle of that. But at the same time, it's also extremely hard to predict some of the stuff as well. So wanted to just flag that because I would have to think that this is, you know, it's going to be a pretty common occurrence now for the next handful of months that that there's going to be storms on the horizon and, you know, uh, meteorologists debating whether or not something is going to end up hitting land and all that. So basically, it's this is just a quick PSA that if you are traveling to the Walt Disney World in Florida between now and November, make sure you're keeping up to date with the latest weather forecast and knowing that the forecast can change very rapidly even you know from day to day or week to week so make sure you're keeping an eye on the latest forecasts specifically for hurricanes but just in general knowing that of course if bad weather strikes it it could certainly and definitely will play a big role in really all aspects of your vacation so certainly keep that in mind as we officially enter the beginning of hurricane season down in florida And then story number three, we talked about the closure of Disneyland Splash Mountain last week on our our previous news episode, but 
now at the time that you're listening to this, the Disneyland version of Splash Mountain has officially closed, which only leaves one version of Splash Mountain remaining. And that, of course, is the one abroad in Tokyo Disneyland. That one we still haven't heard a ton about, but that's not the point of this story. It's just me wanting to reiterate that officially, as you're listening to this, Splash Mountain has completely closed within the United States. And obviously that really, in a lot of ways, marks the end of a an era, really, I guess you can say. Because, of course, it's a beloved top attraction that has existed in Disney parks for quite a while Obviously, it's really been one of the staples, but has closed recently for reasons that I won't get into, but I think everyone listening knows. And of course, really the choice for me to not get into it is just, I think everybody knows there's no, there's no reason to reiterate something that everybody is, I'm sure, very well versed on. And if you're not, somehow, I would say to go and look it up. But actually, what I would like to quickly get into regarding Splash Mountain is something that's a little bit different. And it's the fact that in the last handful of days, I'm actually not positive what day this was specifically from, just because it's a little bit of a unique situation. But there was a video that was originally posted on TikTok from an account named Fatima or Fatima Music 786. And it was a video of them riding Disneyland's Splash Mountain. And there was a female rider in either the, the log directly in front of them or maybe a couple logs ahead. It's hard to tell, but... The person said that they were having a panic attack, unfortunately, and because of that, they chose to stand up out of their log and actually exit the log and enter one of the show scenes on the right-hand side of, I guess, the, the track or the water, however, or the you know log path, whatever you want to call it, and I guess I just want to say on this, I'm sure this is what a lot of people are thinking, but couple things. I'm a little nervous that, of course, in our current day and age, seeing this on social media, I I am very sad that someone was having a panic attack for whatever reason. And frankly, the reason isn't important. There's some folks out there that are speculating. And honestly, that's not important. The point is this person was unfortunately having a panic attack at the end of the day. And that's all that matters. But What I'm nervous about is the fact that there's a video on social media of someone getting out of their log or leaving their ride vehicle because that is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly dangerous. And, you know, I would have to wager that most people seeing this video online came across it and thought, oh, yeah, what what an idiot. Frankly, why would you ever do that? But even if there are one or two or three people out there that see this video and somehow it allows them to think that exiting a ride vehicle is safe or acceptable or okay. That is really bad. So I I don't have any, I obviously am not putting any blame on, on the poster that put this. It's not necessarily at all their fault, of course, but I guess sort of just another PSA. This admittedly does freak me out a little bit. I don't want anyone on the internet to think it's safe to do this because let's be honest, I'm, even if you are having a panic attack or some kind of 
some kind of an emergency, honestly, that getting out of the ride vehicle yourself is not the thing to do. You really should only ever do that if cast members tell you either face to face or via the intercom, because frankly, if this woman would have fallen or something along those lines, she very easily could have died. And I mean, exiting a moving vehicle that's going on water, it's a bit, you know, a bit bouncy on on the water and all that rocking side to side, hitting the walls. I mean, all it takes is one slip and fall and something very, very, very bad could have happened to this woman. So very, very difficult story to talk about just because it's good that nothing happened. I'm sorry to hear that she was having a panic attack, but but man, she really did put her life at risk and wanted to at least put a couple minutes behind this story because this was something that I saw quite a few days ago just really randomly scrolling. I came across this and I would guess that if that was the case for me, there's folks out there listening that had the same experience. So not a very positive story to report on other than the fact that this woman of course is okay and that's great but man what a scary scene because once again i'll say for the very last time you have no idea what possibly could have happened to her but anyway we have two last quick stories to get through before we end this trip around the resort monorail loop the first story is a bit of a silly one And this one is actually coming from a Twitter post, of all things. As I'm sure some of you know, the NBA Finals is about to take place, and the two teams playing in this basketball championship are going to be the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. And of course, Miami, as you know, obviously plays in the state of Florida, Denver in Colorado, And the governor of Colorado, just a couple days ago on May 30th, sent out what what is really a bit of a silly tweet to Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. This is Governor Jared Polis sending this tweet, and he said, and I quote, Calling Governor Ron DeSantis and Disney on a friendly wager. If the Nuggets win the finals against the Miami Heat, Disney World will move to Colorado. The actual happiest place on earth to do business have fun and be free hashtag colorado for all and of course this is very silly it's definitely poking a bit of fun at some of the controversy that's been going on in florida between disney and the governor and all of that and not the point of this story really i just thought it was funny of course there's literally a 0% chance that the Walt Disney World is moving, especially to somewhere that far and with that terrain as Colorado, but did think it was still a funny enough tweet. I I definitely chuckled at it. Um, I I always love, a quick aside here, um, I always love when governors or mayors or things like this get into silly bets or wagers, whatever you want to call them, regarding their teams and this is something that happens all the time in sports i i feel like so to see this silly one usually it's not that silly usually it's you know maybe making a donation to a charitable organization or you know some kind of something silly i know for the the uh, 2016 world series between the cubs and the cleveland indians I'm only mentioning this because it's theme park related. There was a wager between 
the Cubs and Indians, and they were the Indians at the time. Now they're the Cleveland Guardians. But um, because the Cubs won the World Series and won their wager, the Top Thrill Dragster ride at Cedar Point in in Ohio, obviously the state in which the Cleveland Indians play, they renamed the Top Thrill Dragster attraction. I don't know if it was for a day or for a couple days, but they renamed it to be the Top Thrill Cubster, I believe it was. And they had a different looking train on the attraction for those couple days. And I would have to guess that if the Indians, now Guardians, had won the World Series, I think there was something like that was going to happen at Six Flags Great America in Chicago that would have been uh, more uh, renaming or retheming temporarily a Six Flags ride to be Cleveland themed. But anyway, sorry, I'm going way long on this. I just think stuff like this is funny. And yeah, I, I once again, Disney World's not moving to Colorado, but a bit of a silly tweet. That's for sure. And then now getting into our very last story for Thursday Newsday. I'll be pretty quick on this one just because we really don't want to go over the 20-minute mark. I definitely want to be respectful of that for for you guys, just given, again, the intent behind the show. This is going to be a quick overview on the fact that within Disneyland... The new story here is that the Disney Paradise Pier Hotel is going to be reimagined, and very shortly it's going to be the Pixar Place Hotel. And really what I'll leave you guys with is I would highly recommend really doing a Google search of your own to see some of the newest concept renderings and information about the sh- the 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 retheming of the property because it looks really good. It looks really sleek, looks really modern. There's tons, of course, of different Pixar theming, which I think is a lot of fun. And there's some pretty cool stories out there about what's being imagined for the lobby, which will be really cool. Um, it'll, of course, include the famous ball and lamp that Pixar is known for. And then some other things as well, like there's going to be a new Splish Splash water play area that'll be coming out later in the summer, and then a different deck area that will be, it seems to be an outdoor deck area that'll be a nice place to hang out, have some fun, interact with other guests, and I'm sure some cast members have some some food, have some drinks, and and yeah, I'm really excited about this because I think paradise pier is something that could certainly need an update and i feel like that's been the case for a little while so i'm glad that disney has certainly taken notice of that and will really be putting the love care effort into this hotel that i think it definitely deserves so with that thank you everybody for listening i hope you have a great thursday and a very magical rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow for another edition of Fun Friday on the Monorail Minute Podcast. Thank you, everybody.